And I knew my training was off. I knew it wasn't going to hit it, but I, I decided I was going to go for it no matter what. If it just fell apart, it fell apart. And it fell apart. Dizruns Radio episode 908 starts in three, two, Welcome back to Diz Runs Radio, where I talk with runners from all corners of the running world about running, life, and everything in between. I'm your host, Denny Cray, and it's just about time to head out the door for an easy run and a great conversation. So if you're ready, then I'm ready. Let's get started. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, if you're thinking about getting a, a coach this year, maybe getting a little help, getting back on track with your training, if things got a little bit uh, off the rails in 2020 for uh, any number of a variety of reasons, um, and, and you need a little help kind of getting getting a little nudge or, or staying on track or figuring out kind of where to start and how to progress, I know a guy, and that guy happens to be me. In case you uh, you aren't aware, that's a, that's a big thing that I do. Big big part of how I make my living is is coaching runners at a variety of levels. But uh, today, kind of specifically highlighting the the coterie and uh, the one to one options, which you know there's no long term commitments required. It's it's all month to month, or if you want to, maybe we can figure something out to where it's you know quarterly or something like that. Got a couple of folks on the quarterly payment plan, the the six month payment plan. Um, but but the moral of the story is. That uh, if you need some help kind of getting back on track, maybe kind of ramping back up for the the hopeful return of races soon, I would be more than happy to uh, answer any questions that you might have and, and entertain the possibility of working together. Um, if, if you haven't figured it out yet, I'm pretty low-key when it comes to, to pressure. You know, I'm not going to try to you know, really, really high pressure anybody into to signing up or, or hiring me or anything like that. But, you know, if you have questions, if there's things that you're not sure about as far as how I work and, and what the, the expectations are and, and what the fine print is, which spoiler alert, there's really not any fine print, but you can find out all the information on, on the coaching services I have available at disruns.com slash coaching, disruns.com slash coaching. And uh, again, there's there's details of what kind of separates the coterie, what separates the one-to-one, how that differs from the training plans, from the, the consult calls. Um, and if you have any other questions, then just let me know. You know, reach out, shoot me an email, send me a, a message on, on social media. Um, and again, like I'm not going to high pressure you. I'm just going to answer your question and, and trust that you're an adult that's capable of making your own decisions as long as you have your questions answered. Right. So if you decide that, hey, it's not the right time or it doesn't fit the budget or maybe I'm just not the right fit for you for whatever reason no worries. Please keep listening to the show. Keep, you know, supporting other sponsors, uh, keep cracking jokes and, and posting memes and all that kind of good stuff. And no worries. But if you're like, Hey, you know what? I think we might work together. I think I like your, your vibe. I like, I like what you put out. Um, then let's give it a shot. And if you know, a month down the road, you're like, yeah, not so much. No worries. We part raise and you again, continue to listen to the show, continue to interact on social media, all that good stuff. Um, no harm, no foul. But if you like it, then saddle up and uh, let's get ready for a good 2021, shall we? That hopefully includes some races, but we're not going to we're not going to count those chickens before they hatch, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, right? So anyway, uh, all that being said, disruns.com/coaching is the link to the to the website with all the details, all the information, and uh, if you have any questions, let me know. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in to today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today's guest is uh, yet another regularly con- contributing member of the Facebook group that uh, raised her hand when this whole idea of chatting with y'all uh, kind of was first floated out there. And, and uh, it's taken a little while for us to get here, but you know, I mean, it's there's a few of you that are, you're still waiting with your hand patiently raised. Uh, but uh, you know, the timing works out, and, and here we are today. So uh, she's a working mom of three that uh, still finds time to run consistently. And uh, you know, maybe as we're recording this during the, the kind of the Christmas break period, maybe that's kind of why that the schedules were finally able to line up a little bit, which is great. Uh, and thankful that she's able to, to kind of fit me into her schedule um, as, as well. So uh, without any further ado, it's a, a pleasure to be able to welcome Ms. Jackie Karenbauer to the show. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Jackie. Really appreciate it. And uh, certainly looking forward to it. Thanks. Happy to be here. Yeah. And uh, guys, if you uh, haven't connected with Jackie yet, um, like I said, she's in the Facebook group, so maybe you know you can you can obviously find her there on on Facebook, uh, also on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram, the handle is at Jackie K two three three, and uh, you know Jackie can you know one of those names that has a couple different spellings is J A C K I E, so Jackie K two three three, 
And uh, on Twitter, it's at J Karenbauer with her last name there at J Karenbauer, J K A R E N B A U E R. Of course, that will all be linked up in the show notes as per usual. So if you're out on the go or whatever, uh, kind of forgetting or maybe uh, whatever reason you need a refresher on anything we talk about today in social medias and, and places to connect with her as well, uh, disruns.com slash 908 will get you back to the show notes for today. Photos, links, the whole nine as per usual, disruns.com slash 908. Zero eight. So, uh, Jackie, I mean, you know, you know where we're going to start today. Same, same place we start every time. Um, and, uh, you know, just going to, going to throw it out there and, and see where it takes us, but just simply have to ask, what is your favorite distance to race and why? I never thought I would really be answering this because I've been answering it to you for many years now, but it is the half marathon because it's something that I have to train for, mm-hmm. but the training fits my schedule. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, something that I've, I've, you've heard a few times, I've heard that, that same rationale a few times. And, and every time somebody says it, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense, right? Like, you know, when you, when you're busy, when you've got kids, when you've got work, when you've got family, when you've got all of the things going on, um, and, and running as part of, of all of the things going on, uh, you know, you can, you can obviously you adjust and do what you have to do, but, but that half marathon is, is long enough that, that it's, it certainly feels like a big deal. It certainly is a big deal. Um, but not so long that you have to give up you know, most of your, your weekend or whatever to, to try to train for at least a big chunk of the morning or whatever the case might be. So it, it definitely, it definitely fits. Um, how'd you get into running Jackie? Is it, is it something that's uh, always been something that you've done or, or where did you kind of pick up the sport? No, it wasn't something that I've always done. Actually, when I was young, I was in gymnastics and I had to switch gyms and didn't like the new gym. And it was about the time middle school was rolling around. So I stopped gymnastics and I got into high school and I actually dabbled in track for a couple years, but I didn't like it. And so I switched to cheerleading, which kind of went back to my gymnastics days. Uh, went to college, graduated college, and I got married. And my husband is very fitness minded. He played football all through uh, high school, all through college. And so when we got married, he just kept going to the gym and I didn't go to the gym. Weightlifting wasn't my thing. So I broke out the TV and found these like random videos on TV. So I started working out like he did. So we moved and my cousin started to teach an aerobics class at the local gym. So my husband signed up for the weightlifting part and I signed up for the aerobics. So I started taking aerobics class and I got into step aerobics and I loved it. I especially love the ones that weren't like the dancey routines where you have to from the beginning. And that was not for me. I, I, even though I had a dance background, I wanted a workout. Mm-hmm. So I got into step and I loved it. But then I got pregnant and I had a miscarriage mm-hmm. and it was, that was a very difficult time. And I said to myself, my consolation prize is going to be that I'm going to dive into fitness. And I just really, I, I kind of took all of my anger and disappointment and channeled it into working out like crazy. So that was my consolation prize, like being fit. But shortly thereafter that I did get pregnant with my daughter. And after she was born, I learned how to, oh my goodness, I can't just go anywhere and do what I want. <laughs> Once that you're a parent, you can't, that doesn't happen anymore. So my husband and I kind of waded through trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. But when she was 16 months old, I got pregnant with twins and I had to kind of watch what I was doing. I actually got taken off of work at six months and had to basically do one flight of stairs a day. There was no exercising at all. And when they were born, it all of a sudden was like, I have absolute, I have three kids. My daughter was two and they were just born. So I had three kids in two years. They were all in diapers and there was no way I was going to the gym. It just wasn't going to happen. So I'm thinking, okay, it takes 15 minutes to get to the gym. It takes 15 minutes to get back from the gym. That's 30 minutes. That's a workout. So my husband and I bought a treadmill, Mm. put it in the basement. And every time the, the kids would nap or we would tag team running. We would start to get on the treadmill. And that's where I started to get into running because it was convenient. I could do it in my basement. Kids could be around. And then I realized that working out in the morning was the only time that I really had for me to work out. So I would be getting up at 445, five o'clock, putting like 30 minutes on the treadmill and going to work after that and coming home and being a mom. Again, that was something that I 
fitness again helped me through a time when my kids were really, really young. My parents, both of my parents, as as fate would have it, got sick at the same time. And I had two parents that were that passed away really close to each other. I had so much I had young children, I was working, I had sick parents. I needed somewhere to put my stress and my anger. And it was the treadmill. And I just ran and ran and ran. And it just made me feel so much better. Now, the kids are getting a little bit older. And my husband and I start venturing outside because we were totally treadmill runners. Mm -hmm. And I actually also took up a little bit of Jillian Michaels, her that was my cross training. Mm-hmm. So I did treadmill and I did Jillian Michaels cross training. And there was one called banish fat boost metabolism. That was 50 minutes long. And that was a big deal. And because I could do her workout for 50 minutes, I realized that I could run for longer than 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it would start getting outside a little bit, starting increasing those miles. But still it happened pretty much in the morning because at this time the kids are getting older. They're in school, there's homework, there's mm-hmm. football, there's um, lacrosse, there's baton, there's swimming, and then there's trying to get feed them. So there was no time. So I was a treadmill runner for probably seven or eight years, exclusive. Mm-hmm. But my daughter gets into upper elementary and and the cross country coach was smart he would have a race for all the sixth graders and mm-hmm. everybody would run the cross country course she did quite well so he convinced her to join the cross country right. team so she got on the cross country team they had these little races these tiny little 5k's just for those fundraisers and i wanted to support the team so i ran on the treadmill so i thought okay i'm going to do these 5k's the first one my husband did with my daughter, and it was actually on the cross-country course, and they got lost. So I, you know, they they didn't, they took a wrong turn. They didn't know where to go on the cross-country mm-hmm. course. And then the next one I did, and it was just a road race, it was successful. And then we did another one early in the fall as a family together. And I thought, okay, I like this racing thing. I, I can do this. Mm-hmm. So I started to think about, maybe upping the mileage, looking at something bigger than a 5K. And I mentioned to my husband, do you think I could run a half marathon? And he says, absolutely. I'm like, okay, can run a half marathon. <laughs> so I looked online and I wanted to try to find a local race that wasn't big because I live near Pittsburgh. And in early May is the Pittsburgh half and the full marathon. And I didn't want to jump into a race that was that big because that was very like, like I, I couldn't handle all of all of the everything that goes mm. with a, a big race. So I found one called Just the Short Run, which is basically like a warm up race for anybody that's doing the the marathon. Okay. And it happened to be at a local park, which now is the park that I run on my way home from work, and I know I've put some pictures on it in Facebook. So you could, it was like pick your own race. You could do a 5K, you could do 8 miles, 13 or 18. So I picked 13. I got my Hal Higdon training plan, and I started training. And most of it was indoor miles because mm-hmm. of everything going on right. in my life. Uh, it, and it was, it was something. It was right before the race. I was getting really, really nervous. And my friend from college who had run a half marathon says to me, Jackie, you put in the hard work. Mm. The hard work is over. The race is the icing. Go have fun. Go enjoy yourself. Okay. He's right. And I, I try to remember that all the time now when I race. So to me right now, the most, the thing that makes me the most nervous about a race is not the race itself. It's, does my alarm go off? Oh. Because one time, <laughs> one time we, my husband and I ran the Savannah rock and roll and we had to get up at a super, super early time. Mm-hmm. And my alarm goes off and I look at my, my cell phone and it had 1% battery left. Oh. I don't know how we made it. Mm-hmm. So that if my alarm goes, now I set multiple alarms. I've learned that if we can get to the parking lot, get to, to the beginning of the race, mm-hmm. get my gear checked. Cause I raced after gear trucks for, uh, for a race. Right. And if I can get to the starting line, then I'm good. It's just the beginning stuff now that makes me nervous mm-hmm. getting there. So we get to the first race. It's my very, very first half marathon. And I'm looking around and there's, there's no rain in the forecast. 
but it's kind of cool. And I have on my North Face raincoat because I didn't know any better. And I'm I'm certain I had on a cotton something underneath. Mm-hmm. And I had on my yoga running pants, what my running pants that were really yoga pants that flared out at the ankles. <laughs> I knew. And wait, it gets better. I had on my cross trainers my adidas cross trainers because i thought i cross trained because i did jillian michaels and i ran on the mm-hmm. treadmill so i cross trained i had on my adidas cross trainers from costco and i'm looking around at all of the other runners and i don't see any other adidas cross trainers <laughs> from costco <laughs> but i noticed there's some asics and since my daughter was in cross country i did actually take her to the running store and she had asics so i was like okay asics and I see these other brands, and I, I don't even know what they are. Mm-hmm. And it hit me. Wait, there is like a whole industry out there for running, and I have absolutely no idea. So I did go get some running shoes after I ran that my first half marathon. Now, the clothes, like, I have to admit that the flare yoga plants did stick around for a little <laughs> bit longer. It took a while. Now, I only r- raced up to or practiced up to 10 miles with my mm-hmm. How Higdon training plan. So it was tough, but I finished, and that was my goal to finish. I didn't realize at the time that there was such a thing as fueling. Mm, I didn't fuel during the race. I think I probably ran three half marathons before I even knew that fueling existed. Right. I just, I was very novice. Like my my gear started to get a little better, but the gear and the knowledge behind running a half marathon wasn't there. It was just I was just winging it. Mm Now, with my kids and all of their sports, one of the things that my son Matthew did was swimming. And I don't know if you've ever been in a swim meet, but swim meets are eternally long. <laughs> yes. So, at least six hours. And I'm not kidding. Six hours for sure. And my my son is there. He swims for a grand total of maybe five minutes mm-hmm. in the whole six hours that we're there. So... You're in this random place with, we're like gypsies. We've got our <laughs> camp chairs. He has a sleeping bag. We have a cooler. We have everything that we need to get by for six hours of pretty much nothing. So I started to read Runner's World in all of my free time. Started to learn a little bit about gear. Started to learn a little bit about fueling. So I, I became much more um, informed about all of the aspects of running, not just you know, strapping on the shoes and mm-hmm. going, which is the biggest part. But I, I started to learn the other things. So that kind of helped me become a more informed runner. I would say become a, a better runner. Mm-hmm. So half marathons kind of just became a thing for my husband and I. It became something that we do. And our, our even to this day, our standing thing is he run, he runs faster than I do. It's like, I'll just, I'll meet you at the chocolate milk. And that's what Mm -hmm. we do. We run a race and we find each other at the chocolate milk. But along these lines, I'm still doing some 5Ks with my family. We went to Hilton Head for Thanksgiving one year. And there's a family uh, fun walk, turkey Mm -hmm. trot. So I sign all five of us up. And we go and we, it's an out and back course. We, We run it. And my husband meets me right as I cross the finish line. And we go and I see, now mind you, I only did like the handful of races with my daughter's school. So that I'm used to school races. Mm-hmm. See bagels. Okay. See some water and fruit. All right. Chips and salsa. Wait a <laughs> second. This is a little bit different. Wait. Thanksgiving morning, chips and salsa. We go a little further and they're serving beer. And we're like, wait a second. Five they, cases. They, they don't have those at the uh, at the high school cross country meet. <laughs> no, they most certainly did not. <laughs> so we we were just in shock that that this there were actually real parties at the end of, of any type of races. Now, like mind you, we had done the, the like that the little half marathons I did around the North Park didn't have anything like that right. either. So this was kind of new to us. Loved it. Doing it the next year. So the next year we sign up and it's a 5k family fun walk. My husband was really going to push it because we both kind of got into running at the same time because of kids. My daughter at that point in time was going to push it for cross country because she was on the team. And my son was in middle school 
Matt, he was thinking about getting into cross country. So he was going to be on the middle school team. So he was going to run it hard. And AJ, who hates running, who just football was his thing, was along for the ride because the family was doing the, the turkey trot. So we take off and it's not a chip start. So I went back a little bit because I wasn't trying to win anything. I was just running and I didn't want to get in the way of anybody who, who wanted to be in the front because there wasn't a lot of chip start. And I'm running, it's an out and back course. And I see my husband, I see my daughter and I see my son who's in cross country and I don't see AJ. I'm thinking, okay, I missed them. You know, there's a, there's crowds of people. You can't see everybody all the time. Meanwhile, my husband finishes in the first chunk of like finishers, not, you know, not at the mm -hmm. very beginning, but he was in the big first big group. He goes, Jack, I crossed the finish line and I, I look beside me. All of a sudden AJ comes racing by and says, Hey dad. And Tom says to him, how did you, how did you finish this race? Where did you come from? Well, apparently when they started the race for the family, uh, fun, the family, the Turkey trot family mm -hmm. fun walk, all of AJ's family went on the turkey trot. AJ took a right with, I don't know what family, <laughs> and did the family family one-mile fun walk. So AJ was done. He has not, did not run a 5K after that at all. It just wasn't his thing. And so that, that was actually kind of a, a funny situation in the fact that all four of us were really trying, and then AJ's found a new family because the, he wasn't part of the running family. Well, and you can make the argument now, that he was the, he was a smart one. He doesn't like running. Hey, we can do this little one one mile thing. Right. Like I can I can just you know buckle up with with some new friend. Hey, let's, let's sign me up for that for sure. Yeah, he he found he found a temporary family and <laughs> and, and got out of the the five k. Absolutely. So so actually, at another point in time, again at Hilton Head, there was a, a local group that had a had beach bum triathlons. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't a real triathlon, but it was um, a 500 meter swim in the ocean, six mile bike on the beach, and then a three mile run. And you could do it one of two ways. You could do it all as one, and my daughter my daughter did all of the things, mm -hmm. or you could split it up and do teams. So my son, who's a swimmer, did the swimming. Right. Then I was gonna bike. And then my husband was going to run. So there's like I don't know, 115 people getting ready to go into the ocean. And they all have their caps on so they can keep an eye on them. And I have no idea. I'm just being a mom, taking pictures, videoing my son, and watching everybody, the sea of people swimming in the ocean. And the race organizer is just being the MC, talking about everything. And he says, and here comes Joe Smith out of the water. He was a local guy that he knew. And here comes the second swimmer out of the water. And I, I'm taking pictures. And, and who goes running right by me but my son, Matt? He's the second one out of the water of like 115 people. And I'm like, Matt, I didn't know you were going to be this fast. So we're running to the exchange station. <laughs> He's running. I'm running right beside him because I have to go get my bike off the rack. And I, I'm like, I'm clamoring at them the whole time that I didn't think he would, would be out that fast. I wasn't ready for him. So I go and I'm trying to get my bike off the rack. I get off and I start to go. And these people that are also in the race are like, wait, 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 stop, stop. You have to wait until your swimmer gets out of the water because they thought I didn't know that I just started right. to go when I wanted to go. And I'm like, well, he's out of the water. Because <laughs> I didn't right look like somebody. Right. Right. I didn't look like I should be in, in second place because they, these people do this. That's, that's their thing. And I, I was not obviously one of them because I did have a beach cruiser, not, a, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't have the bike. fancy bike that should be the second one no. out of the water, a second one on the bike. <laughs> right. Right. So I, I had my beach cruiser that I, I started off and I did my, my six miles and they're all passing me. Mm -hmm. They're drafting each other and right. they've got their helmets on and I've got my little, you know, little beach cruiser just going right along trying to, you know, trying to do the best that I can. And meanwhile, my son, he's not necessarily the best at, at swimming in the waves. That mm -hmm. got him seasick. So he's back at the back in a trash can throwing up. <laughs> I'm trying to get the six miles done. And I, I did. And then my husband ran, ran the, the 5K. And we finished out of probably 30 teams. We were about 10. So it was respectable. Absolutely. And I'm not going to say it was me. I was the one that lost all the time. We went, 
Well, we went you you had a, a huge mechanical place. disadvantage. So let's not let's not blame yeah. you. Let's blame the the beach cruiser on that one. Uh, okay. <laughs> So, and my daughter actually went by herself and she did place in the 40 and under age group and she got a little coconut person and that's why she wanted to compete because she wanted a little coconut person. So apparently she was running on the beach part, doing the running part. And she's, she's like, Oh my gosh, I feel so sick. I'm going to throw up. And the person beside her goes, if you feel sick, just go ahead. You just throw up. And she's, so she's like, I got sick too. So I'm (laughs) going to say that I did not get sick. So I, you know, I'm going to chalk that up as a win. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, another uh, funny 5k story. My husband and I ran again, we, we have a second place in Hilton Head. So we like to go down there and pick up any local race that we can. We like to support whatever's going on locally with the charities. They're not necessarily big races. They're small to medium. We ran a St. Patrick's day 5k and I, placed in my age group. And that wasn't a big race. So I'm not, I, I wasn't winning masters or anything, but the man commented on my name. He was calling my name so I could go up and get my medal. And he just totally messed it up because <laughs> Karen Bauer is not necessarily the easiest name to say. So I, of course, corrected him and told him it's Karen Bauer. And he stops and he says, are you a teacher? <laughs> and I look at him and I said, yes, I'm a teacher. How did you know that? He said, well, my wife's a teacher and I know what that teacher voice sounds like. <laughs> I knew that you had to be a teacher the way you corrected me that I said your name wrong. So then my husband got uh, got in his age group too and he said his name correctly. So even though I know what you say about how 5Ks, are, they're, they're tough races because you just got to go all out. I have a lot of funny memories from those shorter races. Now, started running when my kids were babies, kept it up, did a lot of, did a lot of treadmills, a lot of morning runs, but I would say about 2000 and, 2015, I s- decided that I was done doing some, some of the longer races, like I was done with the half marathons. I just wanted to take a break. I was still going to run, but no more long runs. I just wanted to do a lot of hit and just kind of abbreviate things. So I just took a step back. Now, in about two years later, in fall of 2017, my sons are in high school. It's their senior year. And my son, AJ, the football player who wouldn't run at all, mm-hmm. he he was playing football. And I wanted in the worst way to convince him throughout his life not to play football. I thought it was very dangerous. I was the mom at every football game that when any kid got hit, I would gasp out loud. I just couldn't not do that. Mm -hmm. So I always just wanted, please, nobody get hurt. Please, nobody get hurt. I could not convince him not to love football. So I supported him. So it's a senior year. He's at his uh, football game. And I hear this tremendous hit and it was really loud and I gasp out loud and I find out that it was my son that took that big hit mm-hmm. and I was really worried, but he was still up. He was still in the game. Everything was still okay. And, and, and I thought, well, he's a tough kid. He's fine. And I just moved on. We get home that evening and the trainer called my husband and I and said, there was a significant amount of urine in AJ's blood. We think something happened in that hit you got to go to the doctor tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So we took him to the doctor and the doctor thought there was some kidney issues because he probably took a hit in his -hmm. his kidneys. She had him get a son, an ultrasound and that he had a little bit of blood work, but we were not two miles from the facility and the doctor calls, Mm -hmm. which is never good. I know. And she said, we, we found something on the test we're not sure what it is, but it could be a tumor. So I've called Children's Hospital, and I want they're going to contact you to set up an appointment with a pediatric urologist. And it was like, whoa, not expecting that. Mm. Very, very nervous. Got to see the, the, the specialist. And he said, if it's something on his bladder, they, they thought there was, there was something on his bladder, his kidneys were fine, he's going to be fine. It's He's 17 years old. 
Bladder cancer doesn't happen to 17-year-olds. It happens to old men that smoke their entire life. He hasn't even been around long enough. If he did smoke for right, 17 years, right. it's just everything should be fine. So I just got really, really worried. They scheduled surgery for about three weeks later. And honestly, I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. Mm-hmm. It, I probably lost 10 pounds in two weeks. I didn't sleep. And the morning of his surgery... I went and I was going to say, I have to, I have to run. And it was mm-hmm. awful because I hadn't eaten or slept in three <laughs> right. weeks, but I, I needed to do something with, with all of the electricity running through my body. So I started to run and I said to myself, I need a mantra. I need something to get me through these three miles because this is going to be tough. So my first word was strong. And I said out loud, I am strong. And then I started crying because I said out loud, I'm not strong. Mm. So I picked another word, I'm tough. And I started crying and I said to myself, I'm not tough. And I thought I need a word that I am because I have to be something. And I knew I could make the three miles, that they would be awful, but I could run three miles. Mm. I am determined. I am determined to make these three miles. So my mantra was I'm strong, I'm tough, I'm determined. And I cried the whole time. We go to the... Um, hospital and he, he had successful surgery. Everything was removed and the doctor showed us the, you know, the, the tumor and he's like, I don't think this is anything. He's too young for there to be a problem. Okay. Hear from me in a week. A week later, he doesn't call me. So I call him and the nurse said, we don't have the results back yet. He'll call you on Monday. Got the phone call on Monday. I hate to tell you this. Your son has stage zero bladder cancer. Wow. And I was just like, what? He goes, I, I actually had results on Friday, but I, I asked them to run it again because I just needed to be sure because I was not expecting this. So we had to go to a new specialist. The new specialist says they got everything. Everything should be fine. This is a fluke. It, he is going to need screen for the rest of his life, mm-hmm. but let's get a CT scan to make sure everything is okay. So okay, we'll get a scan. The night before the scan, our dog gets sick. Oh. And we had to put her to sleep the day after he had a scan. Everything in the scan was good. So right now, all AJ has to do is just keep getting screenings to make sure nothing's come back. So in hindsight, the one thing that I didn't want him to do was probably the one thing that possibly saved his life. Because he would not have found out about the issue had had it not been for the hit. Mm -hmm. So in hindsight, it was the best thing that he ever did was to play football. Wow. So... I just started running because I have learned throughout the years that running is what I turn to when things are very stressful for me. And when this was happening, my husband said to me, this was in the fall. He said, Jackie, I have nothing. There's nothing good going on in our lives right now. Our dog died. His mom was sick. We just had a son with with a tumor. Mm -hmm. We need something positive. So we sign up for, it's like, okay, let's get back into these half marathons. Start training. The training is good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It's just good for the mind. So we signed up for the DC half marathon and I PR'd it. It wasn't my goal to PR it, but I did. And I got just got back into that running routine in 2018. Kept running. 2019, again, we did the DC half marathon. It just kind of became our thing to run. And I did okay on it. Mm-hmm. But I decided I wanted to try to chase the time of two of a two hour half marathon. So I trained very seriously in 2009. And like I think about you, the thing that I liked the best is I loved running the longer training. Like my training Mm -hmm. went up to 19 miles just for a half marathon. Mm -hmm. And I I hated the speed. So I think that if I can train now without all of that speed and just do the distance, which, which you mentioned, it, I, that's for me. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what I'm, whenever we get back to races again, that's going to be my, my plan. So I wanted to try to do a PR in the lo- little local race. And I knew my training was off. I knew it wasn't going to hit it, but I, I decided I was going to go for it no matter what. If it just fell apart, it fell apart. And it fell apart. <laughs> I got two hours and five minutes. And I thought, that's that's pretty good. I think I'm done chasing the time because I just don't like the speed workouts. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't like the race. I didn't enjoy it. And I'm enjoying the races where like a week later, we ran another half marathon and my husband and I ran it together. And we're like high-fiving people, right. reading the signs, interacting with the crowds. That's what I like about the races. And I, I've learned that the races to me are about the icing, not necessarily the time. Mm-hmm. And that's my current goal whenever we get back to racing is to do to do the do the races for the icing, not for the right. time, and do the training for the sanity. And even this year with the coronavirus, things have been stressful. And I, I can't say that I've had it as hard as most people. And, mm-hmm. I, and I feel bad for the people that are really struggling. But we've all struggled to some extent. And I know that being teaching, it, teaching the way I am is very, very difficult. And I just, every time things are awful, if I put on those running shoes and get out the door, literally within 30 seconds, I feel better. Right. So I've learned that over the years that running is my sanity. And I don't know how people don't exercise to some extent, because right. if it weren't for running, I don't know where I would be right now. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that uh, a lot of folks can can relate to that. Could Certainly a lot of folks could have related to that before all the COVID situation happened. And, and, and like you said, I mean, some people have had it really bad, but everybody's been impacted to some form or fashion. And, and it's just like, man, some of those days you just need to, to get out there, get a, get a few miles in some days, get more than a few miles in. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it's, it's uh, kind of a joke that, I, that I've made a few times, but it's, it's a lot of truth to it. Like, you know, sometimes I just got to go out and come back a, a actual human being again. You know, like if I don't get out for a few days, it's like, yeah. just, just go. And then you come back and, and life is uh, maybe not great, but at least like you can handle now. you like, you like you're in a better place to, to, you know, take the next step and do what, what needs to be done that day. Um, one thing that I would love to, to hear a little bit more about, um, and I, I remembered this and I, I, I refreshed my memory. I was going back through some of the the posts that you've done on in the Facebook group just to kind of see if there were some things that might be be fun to talk about. And uh, refreshed my memory with um, uh, a race that was canceled uh, for your nephew. And and um, yeah. uh, if memory serves, and, and of course, I would love to get the the real details from you. But maybe you were had a little bit of encouragement in him signing up for a half marathon. And then, of course, like mm-hmm. a lot of folks this year, had the the race was canceled. Um, so you guys kind of ran it ran it together virtually. But but I'd love to hear that story if you don't mind sharing it. Sure. We, I believe this was 2019. We, we got, my husband and I got into the habit of, of going to Hilton Head and running in the turkey trots and we loved it because it was, it was a fun, mm-hmm. fun race. But then when my kids started to be in college and high school and our schedules didn't match up with me being a teacher, we stayed home for Thanksgiving. But Tom and I still wanted to do a turkey trot. So we did our, we have our own turkey trot on Thanksgiving mornings now. It's a family fun walk because a lot of people in my family don't run. So you can do a, it's a, they usually walk two miles or run three. Mm -hmm. So my nephew ran the whole 5k and I mentioned something to him. I said, Ryan, you should think about training for a half marathon the DC half marathon is in March. That's his hometown. My sister lives there. He goes to school at Pitt. I said, why don't you train for that? And uncle Tom and I'll take you down there and when we'll run it together. So he did, he trained for it. And it was kind of interesting that I could give him some advice of things that I've learned over the years. And it gets closer and closer. And, and f- at first the race was going to be held and then it was going to be held with no events at the end. And then it was totally off completely. And, and that was really close to the race. So all of our training was basically in. So we decided that we would just have our own time and would do it together. So we picked our time. It was the exact race day. We started at a particular time. It was a little rate later than race time because he's mm-hmm. he's a college kid. <laughs> it was still, it was still plenty early for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It was maybe 930, <laughs> 10 o'clock or something like that. So he, we got up and, and we started at the same time, ran around. And when we finished, we called each other and we had our, our glass of beer together, <laughs> congratulating each other on finishing. And since he didn't get a, sh- a shirt... I got him a 13.1 shirt and I mailed it to him as his first race t-shirt. So we have that, that race got is keep it's postponed, postponed, postponed. So it is now on for basically a year from now, next November. Mm -hmm. So we're all on, we're in. And at this point he's been running 
he actually couldn't be at our house for Thanksgiving this year for obvious reasons. And he did his own. He said, let me know when you're doing the turkey trot. I'm going to do my 5K when you do your 5K. And his time was a, a lot better. I noticed that his time was better. So I think in March, we would have run about the same pace. But now I'm pretty sure he's going to be ahead of me and he'll have to meet me at the chocolate milk <laughs> station. So That's- it's really cool. It was really nice to to actually plant a seed of running in somebody and have it flourish. Mm-hmm. So that, that was really cool because, I mean, my husband and I spent so much of our time running in the morning in the basement where nobody knows that that's what right. we're doing. We never even knew that, that, that the fitness bug would even reach our kids because we didn't even think they knew we worked out because they mm-hmm. were sleeping. So to see my daughter run and my sons get into football and swimming it's nice to see that they found their sport and they found the importance of fitness in their life at such a young age yeah i mean that's that's something that i think that that certainly all of us that are that are runners and have, have taken into to you know running and fitness in general like even if you, if you got started somewhere you know 20s 30s 40s whenever it's like you know, you kind of recognize that, Hey, the stuff I'm doing now, like, you know, it can, it can, it's going to help me. It's going to pay a huge dividends when I'm 60, when I'm 70, when I'm 80, you know, and, and, and quality of life and, and all those kinds of things down the road. And, and uh, I know it's something that, you know, I mean, we've got Addison six years old, like, you know, it's, it's not, not at the point of like pushing stuff, but it's like being active and just, you know, whatever you want to go, want to go run, uh, go run. You want to go ride your bike, take your scooter, like whatever, go, go do those things. And, and, you know, just hoping that, that, it's going to, you know, like, like you said, planting that seed and, and watching it grow. And, and for you, like with, with your nephew, I mean, yeah, pretty, pretty short order. It wasn't uh, years down the road that it was, that it was growing and blossoming, but, uh, you know, just a few months later, he's ready for the first half marathon and, and still going strong. That's, that's, that's pretty awesome. Um, so well done, well done helping, helping, uh, a new runner out and, and, uh, maybe helping him not get to the starting line with, with his cross trainer shoes and cotton clothes and, <laughs> and things like that. Kind of knowing, knowing a few of those things to, uh, to avoid, uh, for that first, even though it wasn't obviously official start line, but still some things to avoid, uh, that you had to learn the hard way. Right. So I, I guess I have had one worse than you where you ran in your trail shoes while I ran in my Adidas cross trainers <laughs> from Costco. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, another, another kind of question for you that kind of ties back, well, that ties back kind of earlier in the story, but like you said, and you've mentioned a couple of times, you know, lots of miles on the treadmill, lots of early mornings and, and things like that, which, which again, you know, it's, is I, I feel like I've had to, to amend my, some of my treadmill statements a little bit lately because like, while I'm, while I'm not keen on running on the treadmill myself, I totally understand that it's, it's a viable and valuable tool for a lot of folks for various reasons, whether it's to avoid the ice and snow, avoid the heat and humidity, or, or just to get miles in early in the morning when you've got kids that are asleep and you just, you know, you can't, you know, even though they're asleep and probably nothing's going to happen. Like the one time that you go for a couple miles is the time that somebody wakes up with a tummy ache and now you've got a, a problem. So, you know, I, I recognize yeah. that running on the treadmill is something that uh, thankfully I don't have to do very much of, or really at all these days, but like I, I get it. Um, but, but, I know from talking to folks, folks, folks I work with, folks I've just talked to over the, the years or whatever, that sometimes that transition from the treadmill to outdoor running can be a little bit, little bit rockier. Like, you know, some people really enjoy the treadmill and, and like the, the, you know, the climate control, the, the predictability, the fact you don't have to bundle up or, or whatever the case might be. Um, mm-hmm. Do you still tend to do much running on the treadmill? Any running on the treadmill? Most like, like what's kind of your, your balance these days from, you know, really starting on predominantly on the treadmill or basically exclusively on the treadmill um, to, to where are you now with, with treadmill running? How does that fit into your running routine? Well, between my husband, my daughter and myself, we killed the treadmill and it, (laughs) it, and we just decided we weren't going to buy another one. Mm -hmm. So I switched to all outside and I, I won't go back. Yeah. I love running outside. I, when I, I think the treadmill was good when I was first starting because it was that controlled environment. I could make it so I had no hills. I could make it so I could have a, a show in front of me or I mm-hmm. could, you, you know, not worry about having the gear, which is probably part of the reason why I had the gear problem at first when I would go to these races because I ran so much inside. I didn't know what you needed to have to run mm-hmm. outside. So that's why that took a little longer. But now all I do is run outside and I absolutely love it. I don't care. I actually prefer the cold over the hot. I think the cold is like a challenge that is easily overcome. And all I have to do is just add the layers, add the layers. And 
I, I just think it's awesome. And what's something that's kind of funny is like, I'm always a cold person always. And when I run depends on the temperature, either a half a mile or two miles into it, I, the gloves are off. Like mm-hmm. I don't have the fancy gloves. I have the $2 target knit gloves because I cannot stand heavy gloves. The gloves are in my pocket. So I have to have pockets and I am, I, I'm super, super hot when I run. So I, I've learned that another thing, like right now as I'm transitioning into the colder weathers mm-hmm. as we're getting into some cold days in December, you have to stay out all the time. When it's hot, you run, and then as it gets cool, you can't like take time off mm-hmm. because if you right. go from September to December, it it's something that's like it's way too cold. I can't even go outside with a coat. How am I going to run out there? But if you just do it bit by bit and you go down when while the temperature's going down and you're still running – it, it's no problem at all. And mm-hmm. it's actually a little bit fun. And it's nice because there's a lot of solitude outside when there's not a lot of people out there. But I've noticed already with COVID, it's less, there's less solitude because there's more people out mm-hmm. there. But there is a difference between warmer temperatures and cold temperatures with, with the amount of people outside. Yeah. And, and uh, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because I, I, I joking and i even joked with you a little bit before we got started about how how cold it was this morning in in florida being in the you know like the the mid 40s i think it was so like i had i had like a long sleeve runner like a tech a tech t-shirt on you know long sleeve tech t-shirt on and and that was you know like i didn't have any gloves i didn't i wasn't i wasn't uh the the typical floridian out there but but on my my run this morning you know there's the, the few people you see on a regular basis that walk their dogs or walk in the neighborhood or whatever and uh you know, just how bundled up they all were with, with, I mean, you know, scarves and mittens and, and hats and jackets and like <laughs> the whole nine. And it's just like, man, but, but it's the same thing. Like when it gets a little bit cooler, like all those, those folks, especially, you know, a lot of the, the folks down here that are, are retired or, or maybe working from home because of COVID and, and situ- you know, the schedule's not like it usually is. It's like, you don't see them as much when it's in the, the low forties because they're just going to, the dog's going to get walked once the sun comes up, once it warms up a little bit more, that's when we're going right. to, that's when we're going to get out, um, versus, you know, in the, in the dead of the summer when it is hot and humid, uh, everybody's out as early as possible before the sun gets out because, you know, that's, that's just what you got to do. But, you know, I, I do appreciate your point about, you know, easing into the winter and, and probably the same thing, easing into the summer a little bit. Um, and how, yeah. you know, as the, as the temperatures are changing, it does make it, you know, a little bit less of a, of a shock when you get out there and you have those cold days, or you have those hot days because you've kind of acclimated to it. Um, but, uh, you know, as we're getting close to, to wrapping up, Jackie, I'd be, be kind of curious. Um, you, you've mentioned kind of the races be the icing, the races being the, the reward thing, which, which I really appreciate in, in something that I know for a lot of folks, I mean, that is, that is the case, you know, like the races are the celebration. It's, it's the fun thing, um, something different to, to kind of spice up the, the, what can sometimes be monotonous with, with the training and whatnot. Um, so how have you kind of, you know, kept things fun or kept, you know, kind of how have you replaced the, the race icing, if you will, um, in the last, you know, eight, 10 months now that, that, you know, I guess it's 10 months now really that, that things have been canceled and, and, you know, races have been wiped off the the calendar due to to COVID and and who knows how much longer that's going to be, you know, fingers crossed that it won't be too much longer with the vaccine starting to come out and, and, and hopefully, um, you know, things kind of, uh, being able to get back on track with races and whatnot, but, but what have you kind of, you know, how have you adapted or have you adapted? Have you changed things up running wise during, during the COVID pandemic? And, and, and how have you, you know, maybe, like I said, replaced that icing of not having any races for, for the last several months? Well, that's actually been very difficult and it's made, it's made running hard, but the stress of COVID has made running necessary. Mm -hmm. So I, I've dropped my long, my, my long runs down. They're not as long as they used to be because I don't have anything to train for. And I just figure I'll just kind of just back off a little bit what I really need is a, a good playlist or a good podcast to get me going. And as soon as I'm out the door, I'm fine. But sometimes it is, it's harder to get out there right now. But as soon as I get out there, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Yeah. So I need, I need the icing and I'm looking forward to the icing. Yeah. You and you and everybody. And I think I've said this a few times too, but it's like, you know, I don't run that many races, but like, yeah. I'm looking forward to races again too, you know, and, and, and I don't know, I mean, I'm not going to write any checks that I don't want to have to cash later, but like, you know, I could even maybe see like jumping in a 5k just because it's a race again, right? <laughs> like it's something local. Yeah. You get, you get the people together, get the band back together and get out there and, and get after it. Um, 
and I don't know. Now that I said that, um, I'm already having second thoughts, but people are going to start holding me against, <laughs> holding it against me. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think but, so. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I'm 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 with you. I'm I'm you know looking forward to hopefully races starting to to bubble up again soon, and obviously safely you know being able to do them safety safely is the the most important bit. But hopefully we're we're on that track finally. So as we're as we're wrapping up, got to got to go philosophical on you here at at the end. Um, would would just be curious, you know. Like, like at this point in your, in your life, um, I'm going to go with maybe the, the easiest, not the easiest necessarily to, 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 uh, answer, but the easiest to ask of the philosophical questions I usually ask, why, why do you, why do you still run? You know, like the kids, the kids are grown up, they're out of, they're out of the house or at least getting out of the house, getting to that point. Um, you know, you, you talked about some stress and things like that. So I'm sure that's probably part of it as well. But, but, you know, at this point, you know, what, what gets you outside in the morning? What gets you out there for the, the, the solo turkey trots, the, the, whatever the case might be. Um, why is, why is running still an important part of your life? It's definitely a great stress reliever. And like what you said, it, it's kind of money in the bank for how your health is going to be in future years. And that's something to, to really be mindful of. I, I do want to remain healthy and be active. And I feel like if I run now, that's going to happen as, as I get older. And it, it is hard right now. Running is hard, but I know a lot of times people say, I don't know how, what motivates you to run. And, and sometimes it's just, it's not motivation. Sometimes it's discipline. Mm. And having that discipline in my life is a good thing. And that's what some days has to get me out the door. But as, again, as soon as I get out there, I know why I run. And whenever you get to the run where you have the, a runner's high, you don't know how you couldn't run. Right. So I think that it's changed to the, you know, why do we run to how, how can you not run? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's an interesting way of saying it, but it makes a lot of like, like, yeah, I mean, I, I could, I could come up with, with reasons all day for, for why I, I still run. But yeah, like I, I, when you say it like that, I can't imagine not like, I, I, I don't want to have to imagine not being able to, of course, of course. So what, what a great, great thought to, to wrap things up on Jackie. I I appreciate that. And guys, uh, once again, if you want to connect with Jackie and and say hi, uh, obviously on Facebook, she's in the Facebook group. You can easily find her there, uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well, uh, at Jackie K two, three, three on Instagram, on Twitter at J Karen Bauer. Uh, and, and again, disruns.com slash nine zero eight is the link back to the show notes today. We'll have everything linked up there and photos and and the whole nine, uh, as, as per usual, disruns.com slash nine zero eight. So, uh, Jackie, thank you for, uh, for taking the time this morning. Thanks for uh, taking me with you on runs and errands and all the, all the things over the years. I I appreciate that and, and, uh, appreciate all your contributions to the group and, uh, so looking forward to continue to follow along with, with what you've got going on and, and, uh, looking forward to to seeing some photos and maybe hearing a couple of stories of some races again in the not too distant future getting get a little bit of that icing back on your cake again uh but uh, appreciate the time today uh nothing but the best going forward into the new year and, and beyond and uh again thanks for the time i really appreciate it thank you very much nice to be here all right guys thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show hope that you enjoyed the conversation between jackie and myself and as per usual would be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was what was the little nugget, the little takeaway that you had from today's chat? Uh, there were a couple of good, really good things that I that I thought that, or at least you know, really that stood out to me as far as potential takeaways. Um, the one I'm gonna I'm gonna settle on, uh, even though, like I said, I could have two or three other ones. Um, is is a little nugget that we didn't dive into as much. It, it kind of almost it was almost said in passing, I think. Um, but when Jackie was kind of talking about kind of her, her timeline and her progressions. And at one point she wanted to take a, she ended up taking a step back, right? Like she was running the, the longer distance stuff, the, the half marathons and whatnot, and decided to kind of focus more on some high intensity interval training, some shorter races, five K's, 10 K's, things like that. Um, and, and the reason that that stood out to me is because I think a lot of us, and I think that, that if I'm honest, I think that, that I'm absolutely in this camp, um, struggle with the idea of of letting go of some longer distance ambitions, and and feeling like I don't know if it's if it's like we're giving up, like I'm giving up, like I'm quitting, like I'm selling myself short. If I if I decide to to focus on you know half marathons for a while, because you know we all know what my goals are, right? We we've, we've made this abundantly clear over the over the years that qualifying for Boston, running a marathon in every state, like those are those are my two like big out there. Um, you know, proud to, to announce them. No, no shame in that game. Um, my my running goals, and 
you know, if I if I decided to spend a year or two years just running the the half marathon and shorter, like I kind of feel like I, you know, I, I maybe I'm giving up on those goals, I'm giving up on those ambitions. And as a coach or just objectively, that's clearly not the case. But but the runner in me would feel like that that could potentially be the case. Like I have to keep training for marathons uh, because that's what my goals, you know, necessitate, right? And the reason that that little bit that Jackie mentioned about, you know, in, in, I think it was 2015, she said, you know, just kind of taking a step back and focusing on shorter stuff and not running the longer distance events, the half marathons and whatnot. Um, it stood out because, as we all know, just because you do that short term, just because in, in short term could be a year, could be three years, five years, a decade, but it doesn't mean you can't ever get back to running longer distances, right? Or get back to whatever the case might be. Maybe you want to stretch the other direction. Maybe you want to say, hey, you know what? I've really, or me, me, maybe I want to say, hey, I've really enjoyed running road marathons, but I'm going to, you know, spend a year, two years, three years, just, you know, running 50 Ks and maybe dabble into the 50 mile or something, but stay on the trails, get off the roads and do a lot of trail running and, and ultra distance running. Doesn't mean I can't come back eventually to, the, the half marathon distance to the marathon distance and see results as a, as you know, see progress as a result of that. And again, the same thing re, re, I think is relatable. Certainly it applies to taking that step back. You know, we all have busy lives. We all have things that, that I don't want to say get in the way, but like priority shift, right? Your kids get older and all of a sudden there's more activities that, that happen. You, you get a promotion at work that, that shortens how much time you have to train or, or your ability to travel on weekends for races or whatever the case might be. There's a thousand other examples. If life changes, if your priorities shift, if your desires within the sport of running change, it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to run a little bit less. It's okay to focus on different race distances, longer or shorter, whatever the case might be. It's okay. And it doesn't mean that, that you're closing the door forever, right? It doesn't mean that you can never shift back. It doesn't mean that you can never reprioritize the half marathon or the marathon or the 10K or whatever. And and again, I, the reason that this stood out to me so much is I think that, that a lot of times I view my own running as, you know, I've got to do this or else. There's no turning back. Even though I know, again, as a coach or just objectively, that that's not the case. For myself, it's like, all right, well, gosh, I put all this work in. I got to keep going. Don't want to let go for go to waste. It's not going to go to waste. If you, if you need to take a step back, if I need to take a step back, we both need to be willing to do that. And I don't know that I am. But hearing Jackie talk about it reminded me that, yeah, it's okay to take a step back. It's okay to do a little bit less, especially when life requires it, Right? And, and hopefully down the road, if you desire to, to take a step back up to do a little bit more again, when life allows it, you can do that because let's not kid ourselves. Even coming out of the pandemic, like there might be fewer races for a couple of years. There might be some race companies that didn't survive, but there's going to be races. There's going to be races out there. There'll be new races that pop up. There'll be opportunities to do more, right? And, and worst case scenario, you can always S and G it, right? You can always S and G it. Not that, not that that's the most fun thing to do, but you can always do it. So Take a step back when it's, when it's necessary, when life requires it, when you're, when you want to, and then when you're ready to come back again, assuming that happens down the road, you can do it. Something I need to hear, something I need to be reminded of, something that I was reminded of during today's episode. So what about you? What stood out to you from today's conversation? Let me know uh, at Dizruns on Twitter, at Dizruns on Instagram. You can also send an email to Dizruns at gmail.com. And of course you can head over to the show notes for today, which you can find at Dizruns.com slash 908 disruns.com slash 908 and down there at the bottom after you look at some photos after you read the uh, abridged version if that's into if you're into that sort of thing after you check out any links that are available on the page as well you'll find that comment section down at the bottom and you can you can type back to your heart's content i don't think there's any any size limits on uh, a comment so you know however many characters it takes whether it's 100 140 280 a thousand which i think is like the limit on instagram you got you got all you want in that comment section down there. So let me know your thoughts, your feedbacks, your takeaways from today's episode and anything else that you want to bounce off me. The comment section is always 
a good place to do so. Dizruns.com slash 908 for today. And uh, one last call for, uh, you know, the, the reminder that I do I do coach. That is something that I do. Uh, and if you think that, that maybe working with me would be something that would help you in 2021 and maybe even beyond, who knows? But you might, you might find you enjoy working with me. And then we're saddled up for a couple, three, four, five years. Who knows how long it takes us. Uh, but I'd love to entertain those, those questions that you might have. And you can find out all the information at disruns.com slash coaching. Disruns.com slash coaching. Uh, all the info is right there. And it's even easy to find if you just get to the website somehow. There's like a little tab at the bottom or at the top. Not at the bottom. It's at the top of the page. You click coaching. Bada boom, bada bam. All that information is there. And uh, if, if, if you think we might be a good, a good working couple, then uh, let's get started and uh, see what we can do uh, with with almost the entirety of 2021 still in front of us. So uh, anyway, that's it for today. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, as always, the, the most one of the best things you can do to help out the show and help out all that we've got going on over here, the, the, the building of the empire, if you will, is to hit that share button, tell somebody else about the show, uh, spread the word, always is appreciated. And uh, until next time, y'all, please be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you guys.